0: And welcome to Diamond Dreams Miami, Up and In. We're by episode 29 already? Wow.
1: Only thing you got to know about 29 is June 29th. That's my birthday. Oh, nice. the only thing you got to know. There you go. There you go.
0: We don't need to mention a player. We don't need to mention (laughs) anything. Just June 29th. So, Mike, you're a summer baby. Summer. So, you were one of the youngest
1: in your class. Always. Always one of the youngest. One of the smallest. That changed.
0: It didn't change for me. <laughs> I'm still one, one my of brother, the smallest. My brother's June 30th. Wow.
1: Six years before me, but
0: Did you have to, like, share a birthday party?
1: We would. We would. Yeah. shared a room Twelve, sixteen, 16,
0: too. Nice. <laughs> See, sh- sharing a room wasn't bad for me. When I when I lived with my parents and, I and Al- Albert, AJ's dad, would, you know, we would hang out in the room. My parents would go to sleep and we'd stay up watching loved TV. It. it was awesome. I loved it. Loved That's what I loved it. That's why when I'm selling houses, man, I... I some people are like, oh, you know, I have these two boys and they each need their, their own room. And I'm like, no, have them together. <laughs> you don't need the extra enough. room.
1: Especially if it's big enough.
0: So big shout out to Sammy Love for the music. We're going to be actually bringing some, a little bit of other, other music Got soon. Some, uh, Wilbur. Wilbur's going to yeah. come through
1: for us. A-D-S-R big, music, right? Big, big DJ, man. Let's go, big DJ. Can't wait to hear some new yeah. new tunes.
0: And of course, as always, brought to you by Diamond Dreams Miami Academy.
1: Registration is open for our rookies program and their two year old program, our twos and threes. Hit us up on the Instagram at Diamond Dreams Miami.
0: I heard that 6U for fall is going be, gonna to be big. It's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be big time.
1: Uh, over 55 players. Wow. For some 6U rosters. So it's going to be fun, and I'm very excited about the summer. I'm already thinking about it. Another draft? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Let's see. Let's
0: see. I'm gonna show up late next time. Yeah, the latest late possible. And I'll tell you why in in a second. But uh, also brought to you by Armando Alvers PA. If you go to Diamond Dreams DD Park, and it's funny, and I'll tell you a story about DD Park now. Um, so DD Park, if you go and you look out to left center field, you see my face all day. Nice. Keeping, keeping <laughs> I'm, watching all, I'm watching all the games, you know, when people draw lines Head or, security. or measure and all that. <laughs> I watch it all, man.
1: It's perfect. <laughs> But
0: perfect. <laughs> it's perfect, but no, I was mentioning about oh yeah, so yeah, call, contact me for your real estate needs. Uh, have a closing on Friday, so yeah, you know, I help you guys out. You don't have an address, even if it's just for, for advice. A new, new
1: listing. You don't have an address for anybody right
0: now. You can drop it. I have two new listings coming up. Okay, but I'll, we'll drop them. them when you're ready. I can't mention them when until go. they're actually listed. Got to follow the rules. But I, I mentioned about showing up late for or being last, I guess, for the draft, because our guest tonight. Was the last one together for the draft, got the number one pick, and the number one pick for uniforms. She sure did. It was awesome. <laughs> we want to welcome Michelle Barney, Diamond Dream's mom, to Harper and Owen. Hello. Welcome.
2: Thank you guys for having me. I have a funny story about why I was last, though, too. So I can share that if you guys want. Yeah, would. go for it i it was
0: raining that day
2: well it wasn't even the rain i went to the wrong house so no. i yes mike i went in somebody else's backyard i did hear you tell
0: me that when you walked yes. in you said you went to somebody's yes. backyard
2: so i was headed there you know i waited for my husband to get home i left the kids i was going to the draft and i was headed there i had my gps and i see this house getting close to where the destination is and a bunch of trucks are outside the gate is open to the back oh, door boy. we were told to go in the gate so i pulled over parked my car Got out, went in the backyard, and it's all these men doing construction, and they look at me, and I'm like, this is not Papa's house. <laughs> 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 so then I pull up, and I realize that I get back in my car, and I'm like, Michelle, get it together, right? Like, this is a draft. This is a big night, and you've already messed up. And so get back in my car, get there, park. I see Dave and Vella walking in, another one of our coaches, and I'm like, great, I'm last. Like, <laughs> every car is here. I'm last because I decided to join another party. Um, So I did. I had last pick into the hat for – you know, the round of the draft, you could say. And it actually, it worked out for me. She so got the one. Go. Yeah. Well,
1: she, she, yeah. you can say she got the one or the six that picked before her. <laughs> did it pick the one? Well, you know well, what and I mean? That's, that's it worked a a very, out perfect.
2: That's a very good point, Mike. Because when it comes to the draft as well, my two children were my first two picks. Exactly. So you were I actually up. missed the first two rounds. You sure I did. didn't start drafting until round three. You sure did. So I mean, there yeah, you go. There
1: you go. And when you're you, sitting I, pretty right
0: now, right?
2: I had a very specific strategy, and so far it's worked.
1: You're sitting pretty right now. We're nine doing one. But her her,
0: her kids <laughs> are awesome. I've talked about them on on the podcast before, and I remember. They both came up to me and they're like, you talked about us in the podcast. You yeah. know, I was like, that's that's really cool. That's
2: yeah, good. no, they they make us listen. Mom, put the podcast down in the car. And I'm like, okay, just so you can hear your name, like, got it.
0: <laughs> and I promise, we try to keep it clean most of the time, but sometimes we get really passionate and, you know, try, try to keep the love for the kids. But, hey, okay. you know, we get into some pretty hefty topics. That's all right. That's part of, gotta uh, be real. That's part of doing this. You got to be able to
1: talk <laughs> and you got to be able to, you know. Your hey, we want to
0: compete with Joe Rogan. We got to. Yep. You know. I mean, there at some you go. point. But, but Michelle, how did your your I mean Michelle coaches the gold team in the instructional league.
1: Coach last season. Coach last team. season
0: yeah. as well. Fantastic team. My one of my favorite teams to play. Uh, everybody's awesome on 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 that team, and and Michelle, how did your baseball slash softball story begin?
2: So when I was in. Shout out to last season we came in second. We lost to our Mondos team. Yes. So that's
0: right.
1: We got, we, the, came, yes, we
2: got the championship yes. teams here. Last season we came in second. This season we are doing great. So just you know, hoping that I am the one, like my team is the one to take home that big trophy. I want to just send you guys pictures of it all yeah. this all summer. Um you gotta
1: win in the playoffs, Michelle. I
2: know, I know, don't worry. <laughs> As if I don't have a plan, Mike. We love um, it. We love it.
1: We <laughs> love it. We love it.
2: <laughs> no, so my, my career got started probably, my gosh, was I five or six? Um, started playing softball and Pee Wees is what it was called back in the day um, at Glades Corey League. So right there off Miller and, um, you know, between Miller and Sunset. 90, yeah, 94. Yeah, 97. Yeah. 97. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up at Glades. Like, that was where we would spend all Saturday. I played, my older sister played, my younger brother, and... I played Wee's starting at five and then went on to continuing playing at Glades fall ball and then spring and spring was always more competitive. Of course. Um, and then I also did travel softball. So when I turned eight is when I started the Miami mini canes on that team. We played travel softball, which was awesome because you had players from Glades, you had players from Tamiami, you had softball, you had girls from everywhere um, that you've known from just playing in like the all-star games at your parks. And now you guys are all playing together um on this team and literally we played softball from I played travel softball every summer I mean I was playing softball year-round from age 8 to 18.
1: How does it work um in the softball as far as like the coach pitch and the kid pitch like when when is does that transition happen in in softball?
2: So the transition happens now in eight and under it's coach pitch for softball and then kid pitch starts in 10 and under so my nieces are playing and they're in 10 and under now and they're starting that coach, that, um, kid pitch transition and they're both pitchers. I mean, they're both just awesome athletes. They're so, I love watching them play. Um, and they're doing kid pitch and it's funny. I'll show, you know, Harper, my daughter, and I'll be like, want to pitch one day like (laughs) between me and you know my sister like we could teach you um and yeah the kid pitch starts at 10 and under so that's when you see them really develop you see the hitters start to see the ball differently and then it goes from there do
1: they do they have like for that i'm trying to make some comparisons of baseball here because i know when it's your first year of kid pitch in the baseball they have a modified league which you know you you can't steal to the ball crosses you can't score on home you know you have to score on home on contact is there like a their first year of kid pitch do they have like special rules for them just to kind of like keep the games going or anything like that as far as steals go or anything like that or kind of no. like play ball
2: no so if you let's say in kid pitch <laughs> walk somebody it's basically a home run at some <laughs> some right. points right like that person gets to first the catcher is now learning to throw it to second so the catcher's throwing it there some right. you know like you'll see some outs like I watched the game recently my niece plays shortstop. Up as well. And the catcher threw some balls to third, kids were stealing to third, and they got them out, and it was awesome to see because right. this is something they normally don't do. Um, so no, there's really not I can't really think of much in terms of the game right. keeps going, yeah. The game keeps going, yeah. Go. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned your your sister. How many siblings do you have and that they all play sports?
2: Yeah. So my sister is two years older than me. Okay. Um, rock star, softball pitcher. Like grew up and if you played softball in Miami back in the day, like you knew. Diaz sisters or you do Jenny Diaz at a minimum. Um, she was just awesome. Like my mom has, we would be, <laughs> she would be in the newspaper. So my mom has the Miami Herald That's like awesome. on her wall at the house, you know? Um, and I call for her in high school. So there's pictures of us like hugging after the game, like catch your pitcher, you know? And so <laughs> you get to see that whole interaction. It was, it was awesome. But so my sister played softball, she went to playing college and then my brother and I, um, we went to college with academics and whatnot. My sister could have as well. Like it was one of those things where we all had the opportunity to choose, which I think is a testament to my mom in terms of, my gosh, like she really helped us get to that point where between sports and academics, we could choose which path we wanted to take for college. Um, and then my brother played baseball. So my brother is, and it's funny cause he has a son and we're trying to get him to baseball. But my brother is very tough and he sees the game really well. Like Mike, will see him. He watches all the, like yeah. he'll come to the Diamond Dream games. He sits in center field. Yeah. He'll text me Mike during the game and be like, bro, Owen's off today. Like move him, move <laughs> him or whatnot. You know, like, he gets really into it. He's, he's just, he's an awesome eye for the sport. So we're all, you know, we're a softball baseball family at our core. Yeah.
0: You were telling me, you sent me a picture yesterday with a bunch of trophies, (laughs) and I thought it was so cool. I guess that was when you were with the Canes, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And you said you you traveled throughout the country playing. How was that experience?
2: So travel softball is, I mean, it was awesome. And when you're in it, you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to go to school Monday. I'm so tired from all these tournaments. But really looking back, you're like, I am so lucky I got to experience that. You know, every weekend we would go. Game tournaments starting in places like Plantation, West Palm, but then Bartow, Florida, like, I mean, we played in Bartow a ton, Sarasota, where, where, Bartow? exactly, West Coast, right? <laughs> um or middle of the state at this point, I'm not 100% sure anymore, um, but we would go everywhere, and then for the World Series, we went to Tennessee, we'd go to Chattanooga, wow. and my mom's not a flyer, so we drove to every oh tournament. My God. I've driven to <laughs> Ohio, we've driven to Chicago, we've driven to Tennessee multiple times, I mean, like I saw places because of softball. How big
1: are these tournaments? They're huge. They were
2: huge. They were the world series tournaments were back in the day and I'm sure they're still like that. They were tons of teams and you had NSA and you had ASA, you had different types of just organizations and um, the West Coast softball players were, would come over and you'd be like, oh, they're from the West Coast. They're really good, you know. <laughs> um, but we, we held our own, and we did really, really well as well also. But it was just the atmosphere. And, like, you had pins, and your team would have pins, and you would trade them and all of that. Like, we, my mom still has our pins from back in the day. She would design some of them. She was very – it was very important, you guys. Um, but, yeah, no, traveling to these tournaments was just so cool. That was our summer vacation. It was the Softball World Series every summer. That's awesome.
0: And And how many did you win? Great great experience.
2: No, I don't think we won a World Series, Armando. (sighs) I mean, we're talking like these these teams were incredible, but (laughs) this is the best in the country. Like everybody got together for these tournaments, but we did win a lot of Florida tournaments, right? Like we won a lot of tournaments within the state for sure. And it's, I love, what I love also about it is you grew up with these girls. So these, my softball friends that I've known since I was six years old at Glades or from whatever park, we still talk. They have children and we're like, oh my gosh, look at hey, awesome. your little kid. Yeah, we all, they, they love seeing Harper and Owen play now. So it's awesome.
1: And when you, you play that local softball is one thing, you play in the state is one thing, but man, when you get to that national <laughs> oh, level yeah. and you start seeing these girls yes. from all over the country, you know what I mean? You start seeing these coaches, these uniforms, the different swag. I love that. Well, and it's such an eye opener, you know. Even in these baseball, you know, it's it's. I love it. I love it because baseball's everywhere. softball's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, a kid can be great from any state, from anywhere. They mm-hmm. can be blessed with with being a super talent. You know,
0: like like you know to to piggyback off off Mike's point. You know, you you play locally. You you play in Florida. You win some tournaments. But how was it when you went out of the state and then you like you said you saw some of these teams that you were like because I, I had that experience just locally my freshman year of high school and I've said the story before when we played Westminster Christian and they were I think number one in the nation Mm -hmm. at that time and it was like men playing like (laughs) boys dude it was it was crazy you know that that experience of playing an outside team and, and, and standing there and saying, Wow, these, these girls are, are mm-hmm. damn good.
2: Yeah, these girls are good. And we held our own and that was the part that was you you realize you're doing something right, right? Like of I course. think your your organization, your team, you're like, okay, cool, we can keep up with these huge just machines of softball teams. Um and I, I remember it clearest when it came to like States. Cause we played, I played at sunset. Um, my sister, we played at sunset together for two years and we went to States those two years we played together. And it was awesome because when you get to that state level six, a, we're talking these huge schools, it was competitive. And we actually, we never won States. We came second place and that's okay. You know, we made it there, but that's when I realized there's so much talent in this sport and, you know, what you can do with it.
1: The way it was set up before, the 6A's were big dogs. Oh, we, I mean, know? it was huge. Now with all these schools yes. and all these, yeah. you know, so many A's, it's it's out of control. You know what I mean? But I remember, you know, because Braddock, you know, 6A, yes. we were 6A yes. in 97. The Columbus, you know, those were tough. Mm-hmm. Those were tough, tough districts. Yeah. Real no, tough. The districts
2: were, it yeah. was it was incredible. Yeah. And now watching softball in college, though, like college softball level is just amazing. I don't know you know, how many people listening have watched a college softball game, but- It's awesome. It's awesome and they move so fast. My husband is very into it. He's like, there's softball on this weekend. We gotta like, he subscribes now to the SEC network and all these different things. So, you know, we can watch and we're planning on, hopefully the Gators host a regionals. We're planning on actually going up in May to, you know, to watch and whatnot, just because it's, it's, we love watching the game and it's cool. Like if you guys haven't watched softball, it moves a little bit faster than baseball. Um, You go to any
1: FIU games? FIU games at
2: all? So we don't go to many FIU. The FIU stadium, and this is like just me being old at this point, but there's not a lot of shade there.
0: Right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I'm a little picky when it comes to certain things. Uh, But yeah, no. I mean, I have been though to FIU's softball team a million times from when I played in high school. We would go from our high school games to FIU. Um, But now that I'm older, I'm like, you know, I need a little bit different. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: So I have a a friend that I <clears throat> I worked in in television with uh, Luis Savala. They they call him Wee Wee, and his daughter Al- Al- Alyssa. She she was at the Royal Academy, all star pitcher. I think she won the best player, the award for best player in Florida. She's over at Louisville now, mm-hmm. and I I I love following like her story through him because he's usually on Facebook or Instagram just posting. About her and and her her stat line, you know how many innings pitched, how many strikeouts, and all that, and it's just awesome. I was mentioning to to Michelle and, and Mike before we started the podcast. My cousin uh George, he's a he's a softball coach, a longtime baseball guy. He has three girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> two of them play softball, and he's a softball coach now. And his daughter Brielle, she's awesome. I mean she she's a she's a great catcher, and, and we're talking you know gators and stingrays and and all that. How do you feel about do you think there's a lack of of softball right now in in South Florida?
2: Yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. The yeah. short answer, um, gosh, softball when I grew up, it was everywhere. Every park had softball, and it was competitive. Like you were telling, we had an all star game that was hard. Like hardcore between all these different parks. And now, I mean, my gosh, there's one park in South Florida that has softball, maybe two. Um, There's one travel organization, which the stingrays are incredible, right? Like my sister played for the stingrays growing up. Um, They're just awesome. So that's a great, great option for softball players. Um, I know the lady bulldogs are pulling some, you know, players together as well. We were trying to as well. I think there's there's, Cutler Bay. There's some, yeah, yeah. but we're talking like competitive softball options. My niece is playing, you know, plantation, Pembroke Pines. Like, my, they drive three to four days a week up there for practices, for pitching lessons, for games, um, because it's just, it's lacking in South Florida. And I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I don't know what the shift was. It used
1: to be so strong. I know.
2: And I don't, like, what happened? Did I go to college? Did we go to college? We came back and there's no softball anymore. The, the last time
1: I saw it strong was, I mean, right, you know, kind of like maybe 2017, 18, you know, we had a softball program. We had a couple teams going, but there wasn't a lot of young softball. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had to like compete up and stuff like that. Um, but it was always a struggle, yeah. you know, just to find places to play. Um, and, and I think, you know, post COVID we tried and, and again, we're, we're, we're kind of back to the same thing. Like where are we going to play at, you know, cause to train here and play in color Bay is mm-hmm. kind of like, um, you know, yeah. but you know, Hopefully it grows. We need it to grow. Well, and I we think need the sports to grow a
2: good call. It so Harper plays baseball, right? And that was my nieces started in baseball as well. And I was hesitant to put Harper's very, and I mean my nieces are as well. They're just they're girly girls, right? And they Harper doesn't really like to get dirty, and so I was <laughs> like, <laughs> she probably needs an indoor sport. Um, but I was like, let's try baseball, right? And it has been awesome for her. So I would. I would just encourage parents, if you're listening, um, and you have a daughter that wants to try it, put them in baseball. Harper has loved it. And, I mean, let me tell you, every game there are boys from opposing teams at the fence. Harper! Hi, Harper! Of course, absolutely. And I go, Harpy, what's his name? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, my (laughs) gosh! You're too young for this, you know? But it's been awesome for her. She has had not one... Like, thing, like, she's the only girl on the team, the only girl in the league. Only girl in the league. And she's completely fine. Only, and so, only girl on the program. Yes. As long as she'll play, as long as Mike will have her, Harper will be here, you know. Like, it is just, it's been an awesome environment for her. So, I just encourage, put your daughters in baseball. It's it's great. It really has been wonderful for her. And the and, best
1: thing is she's really good.
2: Yeah,
0: I was going to say, not, not, not only <laughs> she's uh, not only does she play, she's, she's excellent. She's a good listener.
1: Yeah. She runs well. She hits. Kind of does a little bit of all. She's know? really Listen, good. Listen, coaching girls is awesome. And, and I, I I think, you know, when we had those two teams, the practices were great because they wouldn't talk with each other mm-hmm. and they were always super disciplined. Like the, the girls don't like being called out. Like they don't like being screamed mm-hmm. at. But they dude, don't girl- like being. And I, I remember saying to myself, like, like, man, this is this is different. And then when you go to the games, you know, the girls, at least with me, you know, the way you explain to them their mistakes is very different, at least in the way I do it oh, with yeah. the boys. But I loved it. I loved it, I loved it. I I really enjoyed it, and I hope that we can get back to it. I really but just do.
0: I feel like by nature, girls are so much more mature than than boys, Let especially me ask at you. That, at that age. Yeah.
1: Uh, women like like okay, so you're playing Division One softball, big time softball program. How are those coaches? Are they tough? Like are they?
2: Oh, they're in- incredibly <laughs> tough. A woman on
1: woman. How does that like? How does that yes. work? You know, like yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, they're. I mean, I I. Did not play in college. My sister did. So, I, you know, I've, I've been around it a lot. But they're not, like,
1: sugarcoating things. No, no, they're not, my, no, no. They're
2: not sugarcoating things in 10 and under travel ball. Like, right. when you see, like, I mean, the hats are still flying. The words are screaming. And after the game, they're like, hey, girls, you did awesome. But during the game, it is really? hard. Oh, it's hardcore. Yes, yes. I mean, just because they're girls, no, they're not sugarcoating it. I mean, not. a lot of these coaches are baseball guys, right? So, right. also, they can't. They, it's what they've known. They can't hold it in. Um, but no, 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 no. They're not just because their girls were not saying like, Hey, you know, get your glove on the floor. No, it's like, what are you
1: doing? <laughs> okay. So that's kind of the same yeah. mix then. All yes. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Good
2: but it's funny because I even talk to my two differently. Cause Harper, I can be like, Hey, listen, this is what you need to do. But Owen, I have to like, what are you doing? You know, I have to wake him up a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I see the difference, the boy girl difference, but, and she's also more thoughtful after the games too. So we had a game recently and she, um, it wasn't her best game, right? We get in the car, and she's like, Mom, I didn't play so good tonight. Um, and my husband, he's very encouraging. He didn't grow up playing baseball. He played a little bit, um, but he's just – he's been a great – he's great with the kids, right, in terms of, like, helping them and whatnot. Um, and he's like, Harper, you did great. What are you talking about? You did so good. And she's like, no, no, I didn't. And I looked at her, and I was like, you didn't, right? Like, today wasn't your game. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And But I can tell no. her that, right? And she can – she can handle that sort of (laughs) criticism where I'm like, Teddy wasn't your game and that's okay. But like, listen, this week we're going to practice. We're going to get better and we're going to come out next week and we're just going to like show these boys what's up. And she's like, okay, that sounds good. Like she gets it. Whereas Owen will probably sulk for a few days and I'm like, okay, guy, come on. I need you to get out of this. (laughs) You know, like, yeah.
1: I I think it's so important to tell the kids the truth after the game. Like you did. You know what I mean? I think that that's part of the development. Mm -hmm. I think that there's two times in the day, Um, when you come to a sporting game that the parent is 100% responsible for, that's to drive to the game. You can make or break that kid. Uh I've, I've shown up to championship games and half my team's broken. There's nothing I can do about it. They're broken. No matter what I tell them, they're done because over there, they're bigger as a championship game. It's the pressure, blah, blah, blah. I've had to get on my tenure team about a year ago because of that nonsense. It was like ruining the situation. And then post game. You got to be able to tell your kids the truth. Yeah. You know, like like when I was growing up, my dad was like, oye, te matiste dos cloquetas hoy. <laughs> like, you know, you got to hit the ball. Like, you know, you gave your, your the caga, he told you your thing, and then let's get better and let's get back to work. Yeah. But parents, it's so important. Before the game, be careful. Mm-hmm. Be smart. Encourage. Get them going. Whatever it is that takes them to be at their peak, do it.
0: I've been trying to put songs to, like, pump
1: yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Of, <laughs>
2: we have a hype list that we play in the car. And it's nothing it's so crazy. Important. It's like, let me hear your hand clap. We're clap right. your hands on the way to the now game. Now, imagine if on the way you to know? the game,
1: you're saying, oh, you're going to play the second place team today, and they're good, and they have bigger kids, and they have, no, you're going to freak no. the kid out. No. You're going to destroy the kid. No. You're going to destroy the kid. Quick little story. Bro, a long time ago, I had a really good 6U team called the Diamond Dreams Yankees playing out of Palmer Park. After <laughs> good, about good, the 6th uh, game, <laughs> game, the commissioner calls me. He's like, hey, nobody wants to play you. We got to move you up to 7U, and there's nothing we can do about it. So I said, okay, no problem. So, dude, I didn't, I, 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 I didn't tell the kids anything mm-hmm. because they were really good. They yeah. were really big. And if I transitioned them correctly into the league, we were going to be just fine. Okay, dude, I did everything perfect. I trained them perfect. I brought the 7U down. I played them a scrimmage. I got them going. Never told them they were moving up. The parents knew. They knew what my plan was. Nothing. Ready to go. Ready to go. We get there for their first game in 7U, and we're ready. Those kids, I have not peaked. I sit them on the bench two minutes before the game. I go do my coach's meeting. When I turn around, one of the dads is saying, they're bigger than you. They're a 7U team. I grabbed that guy by the shirt. I took him out of the dugout. You you ruined the whole plan. We lost. We got smoked. The kids changed immediately. What do you mean, eh? Done. You know what I mean? Terrible. Gotta be so careful what you tell can't these do kids. That. Can't Aww. do that. Adults can't, can't handle do that. that information.
2: Why can't are we do telling that? kids? Because they wanna make
1: excuses <laughs> you know? for their kids. No. They wanna make excuses. That no. dad, dad wanted to make an excuse because if they were the head failure, there was gonna be an excuse. And that's not the way it goes.
0: Go- going back to softball, uh, Michelle, so Harper plays baseball. She's doing great. Killing it. But but how important is it to to have softball, you know, available to to girls that want to play? I have a a neighbor lives down the street, uh, George Jordan. Uh, he has his daughters, uh, Callie and Ellie Carla. Ellie Carla is in first grade. She's by far the biggest first grader at St mm-hmm. Brendan, like boys and girls. I mean, she's tall. And and he said, look, you know, I I had her in baseball at one point, but I wanted, her, I really wanted her to play softball. I just don't know where to put her. Mm-hmm. How important is it to have that availability for, for girls?
2: Oh, it's huge. I mean, there's softball is just it offers such a wide range of range of opportunity, right? I mean, it's it's been incredible for what it's done for me, for my sister, for my family, for every like I mean, a lot of people I know. So yes, it's it's one of those things where it's a sport. It needs to be just as available as baseball to Yeah, you want to play baseball in Miami,
1: there's yeah. fifteen places. Oh my corner, gosh. You know
2: what that's I mean? Yeah. No, we need softball.
1: Yeah, I might have to do something at Westwood Park, a little <laughs> instructional league, a little softball league. Michelle. I, I have to do something.
2: Mike, I've told you this for a while. Yeah, you know. And well, there's, I was going to say gotta gotta find the girls. Yeah. What can
0: what can we do us here? Yeah. To we can open registration
1: again, and get it going. Go to Nothing. the sc- no, but go to the schools, talk <laughs> to know? the kids. You know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got career day coming up at Cypress. Maybe I'll put together some flyers or something and, and get them out to a bunch of schools.
0: I'm sure he had. Yeah. A, b- the guy I told yeah. you at St. Brendan, he won. Yeah. He wants us to go to play. He lives right here. You yeah. he could walk to to DD Park. Cuz good. good motivation.
2: No, Michelle. I mean, yeah. No, they it's so big. We have to do something back in South Florida. And I mean, I know a lot of former softball players that would love for their children to play. So, yeah, we got to do it.
0: Let's do it. And Michelle, um you're now you're you're coaching mm-hmm. baseball. You know, growing up playing softball, were you a baseball fan or not really cuz like let's say my cousin's Girl, Brielle, she's awesome at as, as softball, yeah. and my cousin's a big baseball dude, and one day, like, I, I started talking to her about, about baseball, and she goes, I don't, I don't really watch it.
2: So, I watch some baseball. It's moving a little faster now, so that's, you know,
0: that's helpful <laughs> for,
2: for me. And we'll talk about that I know, a little I know, later. I know. I know Mike is not a fan. <laughs> um... But no, yes, my brother played baseball, right? So of course I would watch him play, and it's funny he pitched also. So it was just it it would be so cool to watch him play. Yeah, I love baseball. I tried umpiring baseball a little bit. I think when I was in high school, and I just wanted to at glades, you know, make some extra money. wasn't a great umpire. I got a little distracted with like the may in the stands. You know, like, <laughs> I'd be like Michelle, are they safe, out? I'm like, I don't know, but they forgot their chair, and she's yelling at her husband. <laughs> you know, um. So yeah, I I've always liked baseball. Coaching was something that. I didn't necessarily like think I would coach my children. I was like, no, I'm just going to put them out there and let's go. But I, you know, I guess I just, I have the knowledge base and I, I, I want the kids to play in an environment where they're thriving, where they're having fun, where they're learning. They're, they're given a chance. I want every kid on the team. I mean, I, Mike, I always tell Mike, like I rotate my kids on my team, like the first six, seven games, everybody's learning win or lose. Like those positions are moving. Um, And so I, I like things done in a way that the kids just appreciate the game. They're four, three, four, five years old, right? Owen started playing and he was three, so coaching just is something that came up. I don't know how long I'll continue to coach. I think once Harper goes to softball, Owen's at baseball, it's going to be hard to coach a team and split the time. Um, but we'll see. For now, it's working. So yeah. And
0: what's your approach? You know, because your teams have been have been good, they've been successful. And what what's your approach? Because it it seems you know at least. people i talk to on on your team they're they're happy and they're happy with the way you you approach it
2: i mean honestly i just try to be i try to be as fair as possible right and i try to make it fun for the kids i keep it encouraging I you will never catch me yelling at a kid on that field. Um, I mean, maybe every now and then. my <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say my, yes. my own You yes. don't want to
0: say that. My own yes.
2: Like, my brother has texted me from the outfield and he's like, hey, you didn't finish that yell. And I was like, listen. Um, no, but it's one of those things where I try to approach the game. I want the kids to learn. And I think moving them into different positions, making sure they're excited and engaged because if I put them in that same spot the entire game, they're going to start counting the birds in the sky. Right. So I think moving them around keeping them engaged, focusing on hitting, Um, you know, I'm not going to say all my draft secrets, but that was something that I was very focused on. I'm also focused on the type of player that I get on my team. My team gets along really well, you know, and that's something that the kids love each other. We have team parties. We have practices. We do stuff outside of just the diamond. You you have an elephant. We have an elephant. We have a team elephant that we pass out to the MVP after every game. So we keep it. We try to keep it just as fun as possible for the kids. And when they're having fun, I mean, guys, they're going to work harder.
1: Of course.
0: It also helps that you have Pepe Marina that owns a, a pizza place. And you pizza get pizza for time. parties.
2: Okay, so no, for the parties I bring Little Caesars, and I'm like Pepper has oh, to be. No, oh, no, no I know, don't I know, tell I know. Me
0: that. I know. Oh, no, listen, no. when I
2: because I'll pick it up on the way to the batting cages because I'm like Pepe. guys, batting cages pizza party, you know, we do that. And it's awesome. I actually, it's funny. I told my husband, I'm like, poor Pepper, he's probably dying when I show up with Little Caesar.
1: <laughs> Six dollar. Six dollar
0: I still, I still have some of Pepper's pizza yeah, there in my so in good. my fridge. Yes, yeah, so good. And and I was going to as a as a mom I got to ask you because I got so much grief from from my wife Anna when I when I told her hey you know I'm going to be Kelly Green and I'm thinking about going Kelly Green with white pants and she's like don't you dare bring white pants into this house unless you want to wash them Every game, you know, how do, you, how do you, what do you think about white pants as a mom?
1: Gotta have three pairs.
2: No, it it doesn't bother me. I don't care if they have <laughs> if I wash them and there are still stains. I'm like, whatever, put them on, let's go. You know, I show's character. I <laughs> I grew up. I think the picture I might have sent you. I had white shorts on. I mean, uniforms have come a long way. White pants, and it's funny. We had white pants last season. We were gold top white pants. So this season, I was like, no, we're not doing white pants again because I, you know, I don't. It's just it's too much. But so we did gold top black pants. Um, But the stains don't bother me. Like, there's certain things that just don't bother me, and that's one of them. Man, I love
1: the white pants. I don't got to wash them, but I love them. So
0: talking about getting dirty. (laughs) I know, I know. Talking about getting dirty. Mike's practice yesterday had the kids at, towards the end, you know, he was hitting the grounders, and the kids were, had to chase the ball down. And a few kids got down and dirty. And after the practice, the first thing I told Mike, I'm like, I would live Mm -hmm. when I was a kid to, like, throw myself on that dirt and just get disgustingly dirty. Oh, I love I, the diet. I wanted to get yeah, dirty. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, so like, I was like I was setting myself up to get dirty, like to lay out. I was seeing
0: these kids, I'm like, just throw yourself on the dirt. It's so awesome. I remember yes. I remember a kid I remember I'll never forget Michelle. Kids in T ball that their parents would drop them off. They would leave mm-hmm. and the kid didn't do anything during the game. Didn't catch one ball, didn't do anything. And he saw their dad coming and he would get dirt and throw <laughs> it on his pants and go, papi, poppy. poppy you know like love it. <laughs> so I, I would live to to get dirty during games
2: oh no that reminds me of when it's like drizzling a little outside and I'm like I'll text you guys and I'll be like sliding contest today you know I mean it doesn't bother me at all like we used to go from our softball games to restaurants to shops like my mom was not the person that was like let's you know change out of your uniform no like you lived in your uniform yes, yes we would take her all, yeah. all day on Saturday yes
0: I've taken Anderson to Diamond Dreams for Games that Saturday, and he's gone to birthday parties. Mm-hmm. And I have pictures of him at birthday parties with his full Diamond Dreams yeah, uniform.
2: It doesn't bother me at all.
0: <laughs> you keep it all You keep it all day. That's, yeah. That's what you do. And, M- Michelle, what other sports did you play growing up?
2: So, growing up, I also did volleyball. My mom played volleyball in college. Okay. So, my oh, mom, wow. yeah, that's, she played at FSU. Awesome. So, she... So volleyball was, yeah, yeah yeah so volleyball was the <laughs> other sport that was you know I never played club volleyball, but I have the like I'm, I'm tall you know because I was always playing softball but volleyball was the other sport that just like we, we didn't miss volleyball you know um, and then I played basketball as well. Basketball's a little bit too I'm not into as contact sports as much like I like my space, you know so um, basketball did and I did basketball for a little while but it was really softball volleyball. Um, and then as I got older, I've gotten into running. So it's just very random because when I played, I was very, it was super slow. Like I would get on base and be like, all right, got the pinch hitter. Michelle's on base. You know, like it was me and base running was not something that happened. Um, but yeah, I have got into distance running, which now I can't do as much. Um, but half marathons, I've run a full marathon, like just, I've done a lot of keep stuff. keep challenging yourself, um, you know, trying course. new things. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's in your, I think it's in your blood, the competitiveness. So it, you know, I training and I think about it now and I'm like, man, I don't think I would have had the, discipline to train for a marathon, to train for these half marathons without playing sports growing up.
1: Did your dad play any sports? Or
2: he didn't. Did he play sports growing up? I don't know. So yeah. we
1: got to thank uh, your mom for the bloodlines.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no, right? I it starts mean, from her. Yeah, Charlene is she's <laughs> incredible, and she was. I mean, she was the one when we were kids that you know we'd go to Flaco's house for hitting. We'd go here, we'd go there to these lessons. She would take us to the practices, like awesome. just awesome. Uh, you we'll know, have to talk to her. Next
0: it reminds time me of yeah. a, a kid I played high school baseball with. He actually. Lived listens to to the podcast, uh Damien Rodriguez, and Damien's mom, rest in peace, Manterecita. She used to own a couple of batting cages. And she used to be at every game. Man, she was she was an awesome baseball mom.
2: Yeah. She yeah. was the
0: one that encouraged him to play.
2: And she's like, and it's funny because my husband, will, you know, he'll say every now and then like, oh, did you guys ever carpool? And I'm like, Carpool? Charlene was at every practice and every game. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, like it was I you look back and you're like, man, my mom was there for everything, and so that's why I try and I love that. So, I try to never miss my kids' events. You know, like that's something that I really, I know we have to, right? Like I know work comes into play and all these things, but being there for them, they're not going to forget that. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm in my late 30s, guys, and I have not forgot the, you know, what I got when I was a kid. I
0: remember my dad being at every game mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, every game, even
1: practice in high school. Yeah, Exactly, they would sit there, there. at practice yeah, in high know?
2: school. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we upset with you if you, you mess up, but they're yeah. there. <laughs> I I mean, I'm
0: not only do I coach one of the teams, but even when, when it's like a, a diamond dreams practice mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm not running or anything. Like I, I love being there.
2: Oh yeah. No, I stay. I, this season I've had a lot of the middle game, right? There's three games on a Saturday. I have a lot of the middle ones. I always stay for that third game. Like, Staying at the field is just what I awesome. know, you know. So, so Michael good. always sees me in the outfield watching the next game, and I'm like, ah, oh, they gotta move this one around. They need to do that, you know. Um, but it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome to be there. Which is I one mean, of the
1: things that we've talked about that these other parks are lacking. People aren't sticking around anymore. We used to stick around, you know, in Tamiami growing up all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know,
0: used there's to some be there days. All day. that I, there's some days that I, you know, we have stuff to do. We we, we need to leave and stuff, but. I'll catch myself, like, staying in, like, an extra 15, 20 minutes yeah. just talking to people and all that, and it's it's just awesome. Man. Oh,
2: no, um, Amrinda, we're there for, like, an hour plus after <laughs> Mike's closing the gates, and I'm like, okay, I think it's time we should go. Yeah, no, we're – the kids love it, and they like watching their friends play. I mean, Owen had – Owen, you know, talked us into going to see Bryce's brother – Play at Was it Grapeland? Oh okay Yeah 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 No like we're We're at that level Where we're watching Friends and brothers play Because yeah. it's just like He wants to be He eats, sleeps, breathes Baseball Like That's he awesome. He loves it Yeah
0: And going back to You know you played You played other sports do you encourage your kids to play other sports? I mean, I, I see pictures yeah. of Harper running track and field.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's funny. Cause I told, Oh, when we were watching basketball this week and I was like, Oh, Oh, and you're probably, you know, my kids are kind of tall. I was like, you could probably play basketball. And he's looked at me and he's like, um, mm, I think I'm going to stick to baseball. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> he goes, because he has this thing and he caught on really early. He's like, mom, the more I practice the more better I get so he understands the concept of like practice you know really pays off um and so he he's very into just baseball 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 right now but Harper I mean she's played tennis she's played volleyball she's played she's doing track and field now so right now she's doing track and field and baseball and honestly that combination is incredible like it's awesome she runs those bases and I'm like whoa like it's it's you see the Payoff, off but she also loves the track meet she loves to run she's like mom you know why I like running because I can talk while I do it and I'm like oh my gosh you are my daughter right like the social aspect of stuff for her but um but yeah no I, I really encourage them to I just want them to find what they love and I do I hope it's softball and baseball of course but if it's something else that's fine too we're gonna work hard regardless um so yeah it's 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 really you see it pay off when they play a second sport what it does for their baseball or softball game
0: I would love for my son, Anderson, to either, you know, continue playing baseball or to be a singer or play an instrument really well. Mm-hmm. I have him in piano right now. Harper does awesome. piano.
2: Harper does piano, too. Yeah. And yeah, yeah.
0: I'm always encouraging him. I'm like, like, Papa, let's, let's let's sing a song, you know, and we'll put songs, and I try to get him to sing. I, I'm, a, I'm a frustrated musician. I play the piano by ear. If I could go back and do it all over again, I would have taken lessons in guitar and piano and all that i remember my my dad telling me like no no it's taking off time for your baseball and I, <laughs> and I quit piano when i was a kid because of that but i i always played by ear and and really quick before we go to the next topic we uh talking about dime dreams and and all that so lately i don't know if, when it started but it was probably like about a month or or so ago and every time we go to practice mike anderson asked me are we practicing at D.D. Park or D.D. 3? And I tell him, if I tell him D.D. 3, he's like, oh, no. No, no, no. I like playing at D.D. Park where (laughs) we play the games. That's where I like to practice. And if I tell him D.D. 3, he's like, oh, but why? Why can't I practice at D.D. Park? You know, and and something, you know, I guess because he plays the games there. Yeah. it's, it's something cozy.
1: It, it's cozy, man. That, that he he loves it. So yesterday when cozy. we went yeah. and the practice was there, no. he was he was happy. Yeah, that main field's cozy, man. It's such a even when coaching there, running the practices there, it just feels. It feels different,
2: different so but feels we different. love. So I'll you take know? the kids, you know, to the park and whatnot. Like we'll hit, we'll play, we'll do whatnot, and um, we love DD three too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're big fans of the whole the whole facility. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting a lot of work now yeah. into
1: the into DD three the new field. Um, I'm putting a lot of work now. I'll be there tomorrow morning. Putting a lot of work with the ATV and stuff like that. But it needs some work. But, but you, you can't hey. do the you can't do the Diamond Dreams hey. lap there. No, we can't not yet. <laughs> not yet. yet. Not yet. No, I But we do we do plan on bringing uh grass into the the side lips of the infield nice. uh, to match next door. You know how we have the warning track with the grass and
0: then the clay. Yep. And you told me there's going to that's gonna be a little like bit that. of a change uh, at DD 2
1: yeah, we're gonna uh, let that grass grow in nice and thick, and we're gonna do an all grass field back there that we can use for like open field batting practice. Probably have like forty five foot bases. Maybe we can do bunts back there. Just work on some basic stuff for the older guys. Yeah, um, but yeah, we got some plans coming up. So get registered. Nice like yeah. pay your yeah. fees <laughs>
2: <laughs> no and you keeping up the field it's fine this is just a side note i so when i would practice when i practice with the kids like we you know we'll go out and we'll do stuff honestly the best practice we do is in the backyard like it doesn't take much but you know sometimes when i'm like feeling a little extra i'll be like let's go to the park so we'll go to a field we went to a field recently that just was you know not taken care of so nobody was there so i was like okay cool there's clay we're good Harper, before we start, goes, I'm going to run the bases. I'm like, okay, cool, go run the bases. Trips falls, skins her knee, bleeding, scream, crying. And I'm like, why? Why didn't I just stay in the backyard? But <laughs> it also makes you appreciate these fields that are taken care of, you of know? Of course. So I have absolutely. her, and I'm begging her, please go to first so your brother can throw it. And she's like, oh, my gosh. My <laughs> leg. And I'm like, never mind. go. Let's go home, <laughs> you know? She's got
1: a great setup in here. she got the throwback. You yeah. You throwback, though. We have the turf back the there. Turf so we have field. the throwback.
2: We have the tea, And it's really, good. that's where, you know. The magic has happened the it. most. Yeah, that's all you need.
1: Convenience.
2: Mm-hmm. True
0: story: where I went to high school at Lasalle, <clears throat> there was no uh, there was no baseball field, so we would had to travel to play baseball. We played one year um, in Homestead, where FIU right. played games for for a year. Well, another year that we played at Tamiami, but my freshman year, we played at this park in uh, Winwood that used to be called uh, the school was called Robert E Lee, um, and we would play games at that at that field. Honestly, God. Honest to God. One time I get a there's a bad hop that, you know, like the grounders coming to me, it takes a bad hop, you know, I have to like take it off my chest, make the play. I look and see and it was a chicken bone. that was was on the field. We would find mattresses by the dugout, find chicken bones. We find a a bunch of stuff on that field. Listen, throughout the years,
1: throughout the years, we've we ran into some interesting things. properties it's crazy (laughs) but hey that's why you got to be there every day that's why you got to be like me go every day multiple (laughs) times a day pick up the garbage you know make sure it's always clean i love doing that
0: so michelle you listen to damage miami up and in great podcast right uh but we do talk about controversial topics oh no controversial (laughs) topics this week in college basketball, both tournaments were great—the men's and and Very the women's good. tournament. Right. Um, Stinks at the University of Miami couldn't win at both, but you know the 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 male canes, the, the men's team, they made it to the final four, which was fantastic.
2: Well, shout out to FAU, FAU as well, FAU. Who, my goodness, oh go. yeah. Yeah. yeah, big time, big yeah. time. Yeah. Team. Little
0: school, up, you know, up in Boca, mm-hmm. made it to the final yeah. four as well. Yeah, I, I I was hoping they would play each other. But I know me too. It, it didn't happen. That would have yeah. been something. So a little bit of controversy in the women's basketball final, uh, Mike. We talked about it this week, you know. So Angel Reese, who's part of the LSU national championship-winning team, she got criticized because so Caitlin Clark for for Maya was like the consensus best player in in college basketball right now. A few games ago, she had done the John Cena, uh-huh. you can't see me, um, after a play. So Angel Reese, when the game's already like out of hand. You know, they you, they're already gonna be champs. She's following Caitlin Clark around the around the uh, the court, mm-hmm. doing the you can't see me, pointing at her ring finger, and this this blew up. Uh, you know, she's pretty much telling her like, hey, we're champs. So, you know, people were really quick to point out that Clark did that in the other game. So, hey, one makes this one right. Um, I'll start with you, Mike. Really quick, do you believe? That Reese was wrong for her taunting? Or, or do you think people are just overreacting to just the think, trash
1: talk? I, I just think that at that level, mm-hmm. for some players, that's just part of it. Listen, Caitlin Clark's no saint. <laughs> Amanda, she, she was brushing off people, not even defending people. And I get that. I understand that. And she taunted, the other girl taunted on the highest stage, the most elitist level. And not just that. LSU rocked them. You know what they I mean? Did. So, you know, you know, to me, to me, it's no big deal. To me, that's something you walk away from the game, you say, Oh, you saw that after the game, yeah, that was cool. But to see how it blew up on social media, like, it's ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous because one side's taking one side and the other side's taking the other side. It's ridiculous. You know, and I hate to say it, but it's a black girl and a white girl. If it was a white girl and a white girl, no big deal. Black girl and a black girl, no big deal, but it's a black girl and a white girl. And I think that they both just played the game at the highest level, and they, they shit-talked. It's no big deal. I don't think Kate and Clark, I don't think it bothers her. Who cares? She's going to come back next year. She's going to get after it. You know what I'm saying? But the way this thing has blown up, I, I think it's it's out of proportion. I think Shaq was, you know, Shaq was pretty, you know, hey, it's the way it goes. I mean, like, you the know? only
0: thing that people have said on, on the opposing mm-hmm. side, Michelle, is that that Angel Reese did, you know, was like kind of like walking like next too to bad. her, and being like, "Hey, yeah. you too know, bad." Like, yeah, I mean, like kind of rubbing it in her, her face a little bit. Too if, bad. If
2: they don't mind and they're at that level, I mean, why, why should we? Why should we care, right? Correct. If they're if they're perfectly fine with it, and Caitlin Clark did an interview and she was like, "It's part of the game," you know. Duke yeah, and Clark yeah. was tons. She, she, was, she, was, was, she, cool she was
1: dominating all tournament. Mm-hmm. She's good. She's, and she's uh, amazing. And she was doing a lot of it, and I'm all for it. I love it. If that's the player that you are, yeah. if that's who you are, I want you to be who you are. But when the person on the other side shows you who they are... Yeah,
2: don't be surprised. Don't
1: complain. <laughs> right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't complain about it. Like, that's just the way the game goes. Now, the fact that, like, this thing... I, I, I've seen social media posts, people I follow, like, oh, um, you know, Angel was so classless. Like, they both did it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where's the fairness? Dude, I try to be fair as much as I can. Doesn't matter to
0: me anything, but
1: that's the way the game goes.
0: Now, now, Michelle, do you think it, there was a double standard in terms of women versus men? Because, I mean, we, we see in baseball all the time yeah. the bad flips. I mean, you're gonna take one of the ribs and you're next said bad, but you see the bad flips. You see Terrell Owens running to the middle of you know Cowboy Stadium and standing on on the star, mm-hmm. and you know you got some crap for it at the time but other people applauded it no no big deal I don't think it made national news like like this did do yeah. you think it's a double standard between men and women
2: that's tough because I try to not I try to never take the side of you know just because we're women this or that right like I try to just look at it and just with fair eyes as a woman as a competitive athlete I'm like no I I think it's the same for both Should but be. I is it like that in reality? Mm, I don't know, but I, I go into it like these athletes, they probably don't look like, look at it like it's fair. You know what I mean? I, I don't, it's tough for me. That's a tough one for me because in my mind, I say this is a competitive sport. Yes, it is equal for all, but I know it's not, you know, I know some things that women do. It's looked at a little bit more closely. It's looked at more harshly. It's criticized. It's judged. It's just easier to do that, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm on the fence in this one, you know?
1: Is this where we're at, though? The where, where, yeah, like taunting is and trash talking is an issue. Is that where we're at
0: already? Man, it was just part of the game.
1: Is that where we're at? I feel. I don't know. When this guy Baker Mayfield went to the center of, remember when he went to the center of the thing and he dropped, the... Guy, guys, guys, a G. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, you know, if that's what you want to do, then do it. Yeah. You know what I mean, but you know.
0: And I, I feel know. like every every sport needs that person or that type of personality if, if, if like if, if sports were very like eh, you know middle of the ground, everybody's just nice to each other, I mean I, I'd still watch it's not as fun. I mean I like I like seeing people getting in each other's face. I like seeing CC Sabathia you know giving up mm-hmm. 200 grand that he was gonna make.
1: For drilling the guy in the back. To drill me. a guy in the back. But Armando, haven't we seen? <laughs> I, and, I, and I remember clearly. I've seen Kobe do it. Tristan uh, Thompson did it the other day on the bench when somebody was trashing to him. He was like telling him how many rings yeah. he has. Mm-hmm. Jordan will do it all the time to people. Yeah. Like Brady does it all the time to people. You know, like I, I don't. I don't see an issue.
0: Dude, I I, I an issue. The, one of the things I hate the most in in football is the penalty for excessive celebration. I'm like, you just scored a touchdown, yeah. dude. I wanna see the creative dances <laughs> and celebrations. I mean who's who's feeling whose feelings is it hurting anyway? If Caitlin Clark's not complaining about it, why That's should somebody saying, at if, home if, if you yeah. there are a
1: couple of rules. If if you're gonna if you're gonna give it, you gotta take it. Yes. And if they're not complaining about it what does anybody have who cares? That's, Well that's
2: my whole thing too. If you're not if you don't like this sort of thing, just don't look. Yeah, who cares? Turn, you know what I mean? Like this is not nobody's yeah. getting hurt. They're not doing anything yeah, that's a, it, you know, you just know, don't your, worry your about it. Your evaluation of the
1: game after you're like, Oh, what a game. Oh, you saw it after the game, blah blah. blah. But but to but to to kind of like um stab someone's character. Yeah. Because of a high-level basketball game where things are built up, dude, you're in the final championship of an mm-hmm. NCAA tournament. Like, there's got to okay, be leeway. Not, there's got to be leeway for these things. But, you know but what I, I mean? Dude,
0: I I I think it's just a climate right now, and, and I don't know if it's just in the world in this country or whatnot. But I I remember, like, to me, it's very easy. Music I don't like, I don't listen to. TV shows I I don't like, <clears throat> I don't watch it's very easy. Just tune it out. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't go around calling for people to get boycotted or censored or, or anything of the sort. I remember, you know, not, I was going to say growing up, but like in my, my twenties and, and thirties and all that. at, At some point in my life, I, I was a little bit more into, into politics and a little bit more outspoken and all that. And I remember telling people like, Oh yeah, you know, like, just talking politics, and oh man, you know they, they got to get rid of that Rush Limbaugh. They got to get him off the air. Or on the other side, oh you got to get rid of you know Rachel Maddow, or whatever. No, don't get rid of anybody. Okay. If if you don't like Rachel Maddow, don't watch no, her. If don't you don't like in. Bill Maher, don't watch him. If you don't like if you don't you know rest in peace Rush Limbaugh, you don't you don't have to listen to him. You don't need to listen to Sean Hannity. If you don't like this taunting, and you have a a, a kid, tell your kid like, hey look, you know what Angel Reese did isn't right you need to be a sportsman and you know after the game go to mm-hmm. kaylin clark and say hey you're a badass you're awesome if that's the way you see it but there's a parent at home that's saying like hell yeah, hell yeah. rub it <laughs> in their face you know <laughs> you know and i just so think it's
1: important for everybody to do what you got to do yeah to, to to be who you are yes yeah and that's it
2: well owen this be reminds who you me are. we're the- talking
1: about two girls not 20 yeah two girls right you know just be who you are it's all good
2: Literally this is a this happened in literally baseball though. I mean it's baseball and it's this is the boy but Owen hit the ball my son and he got a great hit one day Runs to second, gets on second base, and you see him just cross his arms and make a face like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and the parents were cracking up, and I looked at him in horror, like, don't show up. Like, what are you doing, you know? And then I thought about it, and I was like, he is proud of himself, right? Of course. He's proud. He's watched a lot of baseball. He's seen guys kind of, like, show a little bit. I'm going to let him have his moment, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. it's okay. Now, if, you know, if this gets to the point where people are, it goes further, we'll talk. But it's okay, you know? Let him be happy. Just be who you are. Exactly. Like one,
0: one of the boys in my team, Benjamin Peregrera, the son of one of my very good friends, Bibi Perejroda. So Benjamin scores a run the other day. He slides into home, uh-huh. and he starts doing a little like little dance, and he starts shaking. And 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 and, it, and it, to me, it was funny. Yeah. It's, you know, to see that personality come through. Mm-hmm. You know. Obviously, you know, once once you get older, like I said, you do that in a high school game, you're getting drilled in the ribs the next time, <laughs> but they're little kids. You know, and and, and look, if, if one player didn't take any offense, who the hell cares? Yeah. It's, it's part of the game. The game needs trash talkers. I loved watching Dennis Rodman play. Well, Den- I think- Dennis Rodman used to elbow you down there. You know, a lot of the morning didn't like it, but hey, got away with it.
1: And on the opposite end, Larry Bird. Oh, my God. Tough as nails.
0: I was watching a game. Well, you know I, mean? I was watching a, a clip. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar gets elbowed in the ribs by by a player. who was his first year f- number one pick. I forget his name. And Kareem takes it Oh, you know, holds his ribs, <laughs> goes back, cocks his right back and nails him right in the face <laughs> and drops him. That's the way they did it in the 70s. Luckily, there was no social, <laughs>
1: luckily, there was no social media back then. <laughs> <coughs> Could
0: you imagine? But And and, and the Angel Reese thing, it, it, gets, it gets bigger. So Joe Biden... At Field of the Fire by saying that she was gonna invite Iowa to the White House as well.
1: Runner up. Participation Runner up. trophy.
0: <laughs> participation. Angel Reese tweeted joke. Biden walked it back. Now Angel Apologized. Reese said, you know what? I'm gonna go visit the Obamas. I'm not gonna go visit the Bidens. And she's telling the LSU team like we're not, we're not going. Uh, Dude, what 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 the hell just ha- happened there? I mean, I I've never seen a president or 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 first lady or anybody saying I'm going to invite both teams.
1: Um, you know she probably hasn't played much sports. You know she probably doesn't get it. But only champions go to the White House. I'm to make that it's the, clear. Way it's the way it's always been. The way it's always been. it's an honor. And um, you know what's amazing to me, I guess, in this situation for Angel Reese, uh, uh. Any type of publicity is good publicity, huh? Oh wow. yeah, because so really? she's going at it with the yeah. president's wife right now. <laughs> oh man, she 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 did better. She tweet. She took up She had got that picture, posted them, put the laughing emojis, and then they had to apologize and walk it back.
2: But can I say like, though? Like that's
1: crazy. It's you know
2: we just talked about like equality in sports and whatnot, and I'm thinking through and I'm like, this is actually a good one for me because I what Angel Reese is doing for women's sports has have women's sports been talked about this much? Correct. Exactly. So no, it's not. You know when you think about it, you want it in your mind to be fair, but it's not. And both teams getting invited to the White House, I have less of an issue with that because it's going to put. Sp- it, that game was so watched, and it was, I mean, it got such great viewership. People are still talking about it. Get women's sports on the map. If both teams can go and we can keep talking about this, no. it oh, makes me no, more okay with no, this, Michelle, Mike. Only, yeah. only, only <laughs> champions go to no. the White House.
1: And it's funny you say that because Angel yeah. Reese actually said that in an interview. Yeah. She goes, look, you know, we're doing, this is a platform that we both have for women's basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're okay with what we did, and, you know, and and they both got a great stage, but.
2: Listen, you're second in the country. This is not a participation trophy, okay? This is...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember... uh, They go to the vice
1: president's house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But let me tell you, (laughs) though... uh, Kamala Harris could host Iowa. No, but this is a good point, because when the NCAA uh, Softball World Series occurs, I want those winners invited places as well. You know, like, I want... As they should. As they should. should. Yes, I want these other women's sports that these girls work just as hard. All of them should be invited. Yes, I want, you know, just because the stage... All Division I championship sports? yes. Bigger yeah,
0: But the controversy continues because continues. we're going to talk about the pitch clock in baseball, <laughs> different type of controversy. We've had the baseball pitch clock for one week, Michelle. I don't know how much baseball you've watched, mm-hmm. Uh but w- what are your thoughts on, on speeding up the game? You said you actually, she likes it. Yeah, it. I you like, like it. She likes so, it.
2: I like it. Do I think, you know, they should be called out or whatnot based on the umpire's perception and the pitch clock and this and that? No, but I mean, the game's moving a lot faster, a lot right? Faster. It's moving a lot faster. Like I, I love baseball, but now i like, really? I'm like, okay, cool, put it on. Let's watch a game because I I have no problem with the pitch clock, right? Like, I have problems with the gum chewing in baseball, but I don't have <laughs> – <laughs> good grief, but I don't have – for me, I the pitch clock is fine, right? Let's move a little faster.
1: Let me ask you a question, Amando. In how many years is that pitch clock going to be enforced in the league baseball, kid pitch?
0: <sighs> you think? That's a tough one.
1: I mean, you know, when I spoke about the last podcast, you know, my fear is that this generation, these kids growing up, mm-hmm. growing up with a pitch clock, your kids are going to start watching games moving forward for the rest of their lives. And there's going to be a pitch clock. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, you know, you may have to teach the game a little bit different pitching. You may have to, you know, teach the hitting side a little bit different because these guys have to make decisions really quick now. Yeah, It's very different, you know, and let me tell you, our hitters are getting screwed, Armando. The hitters are getting screwed. These umps aren't even giving them time out. Like, they notice that the clock is running time. Like, what happened with Machado? He asked for time. Happened today with Anderson as well. And then there's no leeway. They get tossed.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think the umpires are a little bit too, um, you know. They're, they're they have no repercussions. Well, no, it's no. like that they thing you They have no posted. fines. Yeah.
1: There's no fines. Nobody's coming down saying, hey, you know what? No. No, you're not gonna do that.
0: No, they're they're like, they they're being very trigger happy right now. They they know the they know mm-hmm. the rules. They're trying to enforce the rules, but dude, it's week one, man. Like, you know, at least throw a warning or two, you know. because the the point I was making to Mike, imagine yeah. it's like, oh, it's gonna bring new fans. But imagine as a new fan, you walk in, you sit down, and you see an umpire calling a strike when there's no pitches thrown. I mean, I, I just think it's it's a bit ridiculous.
1: These guys, these Hitters compete their asses off for the corners, what to swing at, what not to swing at, a ball that's coming super fast. You know what I'm saying? And the pitchers, the same thing. They're competing their asses off, you know, to try to get these elite level hitters out. And then, do. we're just giving balls, we're giving strikes, we're giving third called strikes that end innings.
2: That's crazy. You
1: know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm not for because. You know, to me right now, the the, the pitch clock is, is 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 crazy. You know, it it's it's uh it's taken away from the hitters a bit much, man. You know, you when know? We
0: went the other day, uh, I who, some... who
1: came up with the twenty seconds? I
0: don't know. Why but not thirty-five? Why 50.
1: not thirty? But who came up with the twenty seconds, Amando? Like, I want to know, like, who said, "Hey, you know what."
0: They had to have sat 20 down. Twenty seconds the, is the, the players' is the right association time. with MLB because you know with the collective bargaining agreement and all that, like nothing really. Okay, goes so uh, Will Clark the,
1: was the MLB players' association guy, right? Will Clark, that's the president. He did a terrible job. It's terrible. Acantada's game yesterday was an hour and fifty-seven
0: minutes. This guys, a badass pitch. Michelle, yeah. what, yeah. Can, Pitches what, and what, what can
1: you do at the stadium in two hours? Watch a game and eat. You can't do anything. You're going to miss the game.
2: It's no longer an afternoon event. Like, it's a whole day. Let's go to the game. Let's watch it. The, um, no, I don't. When, it, you, when you leave the game and you're talking about the umpire more than the actual game, that's oh, a problem. That's
1: terrible. Yeah, that's it's a problem. Terrible. Not just yeah.
0: that. The, I'm telling you, man, people are in and out of the stadiums now. Look, to to, to some to some degree, the day we went for opening day, it it's in certain aspects the the pitch clock didn't bother me as much as i as i thought it would you know just seeing the the flow of the game what bothers me it are the, the 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 phantom strikes the phantom balls mm-hmm. people getting tossed umpires just being like you know jerks about it i mean it should be kind of like a Hey, it's it's there we're trying to speed up the game but we're not going to start Amanda, we didn't com- the we game. didn't
1: complain about it when we were sitting down in our chairs thank you God with our pizza but it took us an <laughs> inning and a half to get the pizza yeah
0: like when i went like I went, that
1: that's that's my point like when it I went was for never a beer like that and I before came back. yeah it, it, we we wasted an inning and a half yeah. so when we sat down we had our good seats we had our drink we had our stuff and we were right, Mac Daddy but the moment you went up to get your beer Amanda you missed an inning and a half yeah
0: that's too much. And that's what it's I not didn't, the I point. Didn't even, I didn't even go get the, the, the jersey point. At, the, uh, at the shop. You know, that's I, not that's what that's the,
1: the point you, of this, you, though. Mike would have been in the car already. <laughs> I bet you the revenues are going to go down. They have to because Absolutely. I'm going to rethink if I'm going to go up. I would have gone and got that sour patch
0: that I asked you for the other day. I would have gone and gotten it myself. But you would have gotten it in I the ninth I inning. Chilling. But, dude, you can't. I would have I called you, hey, Mike, the game's over. You know, Oh
2: my gosh, I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to still get but, the candy. <laughs> but it's,
1: it's, you know, it, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. I just yes, need more time. Same. But I don't like seeing my guys getting rung up. I don't no, like seeing I, I don't my like hitters that. getting like kicked that. out for for giving, no, just talking like. a little bit. Show MOP needs to clean it up.
0: Shohei Otani is the first Major League Baseball player to get, um, you know, penalized as a pitcher and as a hitter.
1: You probably did it on purpose. Look at That's
0: him! <laughs> I mean, Shohei's like, wait, this doesn't go on in Japan. And before we go, you know, um, everybody wants to go to Top Golf. You know, it's it's so popular. People go, they drink, they hit golf balls. We've seen the the viral videos. You know, Mike Trout hitting the ball into the stratosphere <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but they opened up a, a theme park, Home Run Dugout in Katy, Texas. is like a Top Golf for yeah. for baseball. What are your thoughts on it?
2: Oh, my gosh. So this is funny. This reminds me of, I went on a trip to Chicago and near Wrigley Field. We were going to Wrigley Field, and it was Kevin and I, my husband and I, it's like one of our first trips, and he's like, oh, he had lived in Chicago, and he's like, there's a bar over here with a batting cage. And I was like, I'm sorry, there's a bar with a batting (laughs) cage? Like, Come, sounds like, come sounds, again? Sounds you know? like a little
0: bit of a bad idea. No, it was right? am- Armando, it was, it was amazing,
2: yeah. right? So I was like, let me show you what we can do. So, like, before the game went, we had some drinks, we were hitting. Yes, it could be a very big liability for some. <laughs> well, but I thought blast. it was the best thing ever. Exactly. So this opening up in Texas, I mean, I think it's incredible. We need to... Move it to Miami. You know that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy some land and I'm gonna make a baseball batting cage uh, bar. I'm yeah,
1: i am just yeah. Just, when I saw those videos, I'm like that. that it, it, it's d- awesome. People destroy it. Here. Yeah, a, I remember
0: Mike <laughs> yes, the other day we were Miami. talking about it. He's <laughs> like, know, bro, that, that beat This is the wild you know, wild west here, bro. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, let me tell you something. I'm on the really quick. Oye la la, la cardeta, parking on Bird and ninety. It was eighty seventh. Uh-huh. that's the wild wild west there, buddy.
0: Oh, yeah. You got
1: to be careful there. It's like you're navigating a boat. Absolutely. You got to be careful. You <laughs> I mean be careful in, that and parking and lot. You, you're trying <laughs> to avoid getting gosh. hit
0: by people. <sighs> imagine the home run dugout theme. Bro, could you imagine getting drunk and hitting in a batting cage?
2: I feel like for like the 50 miles I per can. hour and over, you have to walk in a straight line, right? Like, same rules. You can't, you but know. Breathalyzer. We're going oh, to yeah, yeah, put you in slow pitch until you can show us that you can swing. Yeah.
1: What a blast. We got to do something.
2: I'm going to do it first.
0: But Michelle, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on with us. This is Great awesome. Great show. Number
1: 29. Thank you. Hey, we'll 29. be
0: 30. We'll be 30 wow. next week.
2: First, first female. Yeah. Come on, guys. we got
1: to bring women's
0: sports up. We yeah. No, we're going to bring more more women on. We gotta we're going to we talk more
1: about the laundry situation. Pre-game <laughs> meal situation, post-game meals. we got to bring that next Happy time.
2: meals. That's
0: where so, it's hey, at. Hey, there you go. Some moms that never played sports. We'll bring them on, too. Sounds good. But thanks for listening. (laughs) Episode 29. Diamond Days, Miami, up and in. See ya.